So I promised you we were going to give you a toolbox today. Here it is. Bad news is you don't get to take this one home with you. But the good news is you already have all of this stuff right in here. Maybe not all this stuff right in here, but everything that it stands for. So if you're going to be a prophet, as I said, it's a hard road. Sometimes it's an uphill road. Sometimes speaking truth to power and speaking deeply from your Unitarian Universalist values about the things that you see that are unjust in the world can be a hard thing to do. We were talking about that in the um, adult class this morning. But as I said, don't ever give up hope because you have the tools in your toolbox of faith. For instance, this is your magnifying glass of questioning. You can always, with a magnifying glass, look more closely, see more deeply. And that's, that's one of the things that, that we love. Someone in our class said, we are people who love the questions, and we really do. We like finding new questions almost better than we like finding answers. Answers are so final, but, and then they're really not. You have the compass of your integrity. You know in your heart when you're on the right path. You have the compass inside of you that tells you when you're on the right path. Some people call that your moral compass. You know when you're kind of veering off that path, and you know when it's right because you can feel it right here. You have the hammer of power. Power, like a hammer, can sometimes be used to smash and destroy things. Sometimes used not so well to smash and destroy things. And it can also be used to rebuild or to build, to put things together, to put things back together. And sometimes, as Mr. Patrick pointed out this morning, you need to be tearing down a wall. So the hammer can be good for that too. Sometimes... You think other people have too much power. There's someone up here in this high position that has so much power. I can, never, I can never have enough power to do what I need to do. But you're not alone. You're not alone on this faith walk. And so together, we have a lot of hammers. Sometimes we sing about it, but we're not going to do that today. You have the duct tape of flexibility. <laughs> what is more flexible than duct tape? And on the spiritual path, on the journey of prophethood, you need to be flexible. You need to be able to, you need to, be able to, to back up in a conversation where you might want to push. You need to, you need to listen when you may want to speak angrily. There's a place for that speaking, but the listening so often will make the speaking easier when the time comes. Oh, the caution tape of healthy boundaries. <laughs> Always important. Know your parameters. Know what is yours to do. Know what is your story to tell. 
always important on the spiritual walk. The ruler of covenant. No, we don't smack each other with it. But it's a measure of how we are together. It's a measure of how we are doing with each other in community, how we are building relationship. It's the ruler of covenant. And Reverend Barbara came up with this one. This is the screwdriver of reason. <laughs> because it will tighten up your arguments. firm up your, your positions on things. So also very important. The gloves of love. They even have love in the name. Because there are so many types of gloves and there are so many different kinds of love and so many different ways that we need and use love on the spiritual path. If we aren't walking in love, what is our walk for? And glove, in the same way that gloves protect our hands for whatever we have to do, keep them safe, whether we're playing baseball, whether we're building something, whether we're working in the garden, whether we're out in the cold, we have that protection and that love, and we give that to each other in community. We have the bungee cords of religion because the root word of the word religion, the root words are tying back together, reconnecting. And our religion is something different from our faith. Our religion is how we formalize and practice our faith together in community. So, bungee cords of religion, very important. And you'll hear more about this later. This is the sandpaper of humor because it smooths out the rough edges and I'm saying no more about that right now because you will hear about it again. And, of course, the light of hope. We always have the light of hope. We have to hold on to that. We, it is a prophetic tradition. It is our way to walk in hope. As we, we talked about this morning in class, it's so important to take the long view and to see how the ark really is bending towards justice. And we always need to look for the light because it's there not let ourselves follow that caravan of despair, but look for the light of hope. There are also a little bag with five smooth stones here, but I think in a, few, in a little while, the middle school and high school are gonna tell us more about those kind of an unusual tool to find in a toolbox, but also very important. So thank you, and I, oh, you can't forget the screwdriver of reason. You want this up here, or?
When new people join us, the responsibility is ours to welcome them, to try to get to know them, and help them get to know us. They choose to be included in our number and offer their support. This morning, there's one who, after taking time observing us, considering the journey that we share and the ways of liberal religion, who comes to place her name on our role. Kim Graves, would you please come forward to sign our book? getting all kinds of tools today. These are tools for how we address the mystery. It's by Gordon B. McKeeman. How does one address the mystery? Cautiously. Let us go cautiously then to the end of our certainty, to the boundary of all we know, to the rim of uncertainty, to the perimeter of the unknown which surrounds us. Reverently, let us go with a sense of awe, a feeling of approaching the powerful, holy, whose lighting slashes the sky, lightning slashes the sky, whose persistence splits the concrete with green sprouts, whose miracles are present in every place and moment. Hopefully, out of our need for wholeness in our own lives, the reconciliation of mind and heart, the conjunction of reason and passion, the intersection of the timeless with time. Quietly, for no words will explain the inarticulate, the ineffable, or summon the presence that is always present, even in our absence. But what shall I say? Anything. Any anger, any hope, any fear, any joy, any request, any word that comes from the depth of being addressed to being itself. Or perhaps nothing. No complaint, no request, no entreaty, no thanksgiving, no praise, no blame, no pretense of knowing or of not knowing. Simply be in the intimate presence of mystery, unashamed, unadorned, and unafraid. And at the end, say amen.
I want to take a moment to thank our teachers from this past pillar. And also, I'm not um, sure if we ex explained this. This is an intergenerational service that we do at the end of each thematic unit or pillar of our religious education program. And the little ones that you saw leading us in the chalice lighting, the pre-K and K-1 class, their teachers were Sarah Boswell and Diane Bundy. Would you all just stand up and, and <laughs> thank you. And our middle school and high school class that did the Five Smooth Stones reading and from whom Mason Upton, our wonderful musician, comes today. Um, that class has been taught by um, Ron Hagar, who is right here, and Ravina Windsor, who is home with her husband celebrating his birthday today. Um, so thank you, Ron. And does anyone from the middle school and high school class have, your, have a statement of faith this morning? I know some were not quite ready, and that's okay because, yes, come on up, come on up. 